So Fat Man. So sleazy. It that sounded like it came from inside the house. Because it is inside your house. And your butthole. Hi. Oh crap. Well, I guess we'll have to talk about that and some other things on the wrestling show. It's the Fat Man. And oh my goodness, welcome everyone to another wonderful episode. Today, as you can see, we're back together for the first time in years. Uh, uh, I, I, I drove down to New Jersey. How the fuck did you do New Jersey? How did I do New Jersey? Raw. Fair. Uh, today, we talk about... Batman's favorite show, maybe ever. Oh, God. But first, <clears throat> let's go around the room here. First of all, smoking the biggest blunt this side of New Jersey, Ryan Williams is here with us. Hey, yo. And, of course, I'm just going to let him do his intro. <laughs> it's so fucking great. You already know it's your boy, see him, you can't spell champion without it, you know. Here to bring all that fire, spice, and uh, blonde, beautiful hair. <laughs> um, so, obviously, CM's here with us because uh, he is uh, an absolute uh, fed chill. Um, he, he can't get away from WWE, but, you know, occasionally he dabbles in AEW, I would say. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Am I the actually only fed shill here? Like uh, you might be. You know, I'll watch everything and I love everything. I can pick apart everything. But like, am I the actually? <laughs> well, to be fair. Hi. Oh, <laughs> this asshole here's not a fed shill. He just hates. You're, you're an NWA shill. Totally different. Hey, NWA has been awesome lately. I can't even lie. Oh no, I know new NWA has been awesome, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, <sure, sure>. true. <laughs> um. So, look, look at the face at him. <laughs> <laughs> it fucks me up because I get two angles of his face now, and I thought it was the dope, but no, that's two broken cameras. No, it's it's definitely two broken cameras. Um, so I'm gonna pass it along to Fat Man. It Spit is AEW Wrestle Dream we're talking about tonight. Uh. With the same WrestleMania style logo, by the way. Fucking idiots couldn't have come up with their own logo. Because the event seriously. started with Wrestle, like you had to have And it had the same poster as the Royal Rumble this year, so. Yeah, it did, didn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm not going to shit on putting a bunch of your workers on a poster. That's fine. It's the logo I'm kind of like. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they didn't start with, like, the WrestleMania. That would have so. I would have popped. <laughs> and got so mad at the same time. Yeah, that would that would have been a troll at a level that I had to respect. Yeah, of course, right? <laughs> Fucking Linda McMahon walks out. 
<laughs> the name on the contract says McMahon, but it says Linda McMahon. What contract did you sign? My divorce papers. That's Can you funny. imagine Linda McMahon boss stared him? Holy shit. At least the ladies would get better treated. I was just going to say, all the same, non-joking aside, Steph would be a good one to buy. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be... I would not be against that, personally, but that's just me. Anyone so watch the pre-show? <laughs> he just has to get this <laughs> He's already heard too many all other promotions that he doesn't like. It's fine. We didn't even talk about Chikara yet. I don't know why yeah, he's so right? Good. <laughs> <Speaking> <laughs> of which, there was at least one Chikara. <laughs> Sleazy, you're running the show today, buddy. <laughs> if anyone watched the pre-show. I did not watch the four matches on the pre-show, no. No, absolutely not. Oh, thank God. It was already four and a half plus hours. I mean, you mentioned Shakara. I had to go get pills. I'm going to start this off real fucking quick. The only reason my ass stayed up to watch the entire pay-per-view was fucking Edge, okay? Mm-hmm. And I looked at the girlfriend. Hey, the like, rated R superstar, Adam Copeland. Fuck off, it's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Commentary's doing it. MJF did it in an interview after a fucking show. Boys, he's a the he's legend. A, he's gonna be the, edged till he dies. It's like the guy that plays Harry Potter. He's always gonna be Harry Potter. Michael. <laughs> Only Gamble? one person got out of that. Matt Cardona changed his name, and Matt Cardona did a great fucking job changing his name. Edge True. is Edge. Like sure. I like the shirt, the Ledge, and that that's what should call him. Just call mm-hmm. him Legend. Like it would have been so much more easier and simple, and got around your fucking nonsense. <clears throat> I mean, you could call him the legend. They should have called him the Edge. (laughs) You know, you joke about that, but I'm not 100% sure that the Edge doesn't own the rights to that. Yeah. Because that's the same thing that happened with uh, Steve Borden and uh, um, uh, Gordon, whatever his name, Gordon Sumner. Because they both used the uh, uh, name Sting. But... Sting the musician pays Sting the wrestler a dollar to use the name every year. But technically, Sting Steve Borden owns the rights to the name Sting. Okay. So, in the U.S., other places, a whole nother thing. Yo, dog, I heard you like handicapped tag team matches. I was wondering how you were going to start this the whole <laughs> week. I was just like. We're going to watch this now. He's not going to be able to drop the tag match gimmicks, but he's got to say <laughs> something to drop it. Um, I fuck, I love this match, by the way, so continue. Two-on-one uh, <laughs> handicap match for the ROH World Tag Team Championships. MJF, the champions, defense against the Reichitz. Nine minutes Reichitz? 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 I mean, that's how they ended up looking after this match. Nine minutes and 40 seconds. Uh... Fuck Dave Mouser gave us three and three quarters, and John Canton also gave it three or two and three quarters. I'm sorry, they both gave it two and three quarters. The Mike Sanders, yeah, the Mike Sanders. Uh, underrated pieces of shit. This was a, and like all AEW guys we talked about, if you're watching an AEW show and you got issues with how AEW does things, don't watch AEW. This is a mm-hmm. great match to open up the AEW show. MJF and the crowd was gonna pop for it. They already had four pre-show matches that kind of drilled into it, so they needed something hot to pick them off. And you're mm-hmm. a world champion who's their scumbag, picked it up, and we got a kangaroo kick for a huge pop. We got a body slam in front of 85,000. Oh, wait, no, that was the wrong show. We got a body slam in front of 8,000 people. Like, 
I, I did. Eight point five thousand. Eight thousand is pushing it. Honestly, Ron Kids died. Roger should have absolutely won this match. And they had the perfect way to do it with the handicap situation, but whatever. MJF is going to be tag champ until Cole comes back and kicks him in the dick. I'm going with this fat fuck next time. Um, I agree Which one does that bore you? That here? would be me. The only person that's not fat really truly on this show is Cian. So, um, fun little match. Surprised that he beat them both really with no, you know, major bits. Um, three stars. It was a nice way to open the show. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought, uh, like you said, MJF is a good way to pop any show, especially after the what I assume was mundane uh, pre-show. Uh, so anytime. Why were the matches pre- on the pre-show? Uh, let's see. Okay, I got, I got the list here. The Go pre-show ahead. matches were uh, Kojima, Lee, uh, Stars, and Athena versus Martinez, Diamante, Taylor, and Moriarty. Ring of Honor. Yep. Uh, Castagnoli beat Barnett. Uh, you would, that would be a main card match, you would assume. Yeah, I thought it would be, but <laughs> it, a lot of people graded it high, too. Uh, Luchasaurus beat Wayne. Who cares about that? And then uh, the acclaimed. Oh, it comes up later, trust me. And the acclaimed and daddy ass beat TMDK. <laughs> Hey, look, I, I can't believe we got everybody Scissor and John Cena at once. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I assume the flow of that was quite boring, so uh, bringing MJF for some easy heat and spicing it up, I thought was a smart move. Yeah, agreed. Uh, you guys are all over any piece of shits. It was an okay match for a house show. Hell, um, star, you fuck! <laughs> quarter star. Quarter star for everything. God damn it. It was an okay match for a house show. No! Uh, <laughs> what was it missing? <laughs> Literally everything. <laughs> uh, but, but MJF had a cool T-shirt on. But MJF always has a cool T-shirt on. It was a fun, Re- okay match for a house show. I will give it that. So you should have called it to Mike Sanders. No, it was an okay. It was match a for little bit show, better than an okay match for a house show. <laughs> ROH and New Japan Strong Openweight Championships. The king of the two-star match, Eddie Kingston, defends against Shibata. 11 minutes. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Overrated the shit out of this in three and three quarters. John Canton. <laughs> overrated the shit out of this in three and a quarter. Sleazy. Four stars. Fuck you. Um, my notes, and obviously, I, I, I did a lot of notes for this show because I knew it would be a while before we actually taped this. Uh, I'm sure this was a fucking dream for Kingston. Um, Absolutely living his best life right now. This was not a match. So we kind of talk about this a lot. Um, This is not going to be your normal. This is not a match Fat Man's going to like. Exactly. Exactly. Some classic classic King's Road strong style match. Exactly. And it was done to perfection in that respect. (laughs) So... Obviously, there's a there's a couple of bits that I I was okay with, but I would have liked for to see four stars. I hope you were just okay with it. There's no. a couple bits you're okay with. It was just chops. Yeah, it was. A, there was a lot of chops. It was like sixty two in the match. Sixty four. Why wasn't there a fucking scorecard on that? <laughs> <laughs> Call back to things that weren't even on the show. 
But I don't, the top I, four I don't like the, the shit we'll talk about later. Right. I didn't like the way he ended it with that power bomb. I felt like he could have went out a little bit, a little bit better than that. I I agree. That's one of my biggest complaints about it. But that's just me. Um, I I felt like that when you're when you're doing a strong style match, um, you have to end it with a lariat kind of requirement. <laughs> that's the never open weight championship. It not was, the strong overweight champion. It's not though. It's not based in America. <laughs> it's the American version of it. But it doesn't say never open weight. It says strong open weight, so they're not the same title, lawyers. Eh, same division. Um, but yeah. Yeah, they're both um, sponsored by New Japan. One's just New Japan. One's New Japan strong. Right. <laughs> it's a distinction without a difference. It's the same weight division. All right, to, to, to tell you what the real There's rating no is. There's no weight division, though. <laughs> Hold on now. Open weight means no weight division. Exactly. <laughs> but it's the same division as the strong. So wait, wait. Is this the X division of New Japan? It's yes. not kind about of. weight limits. It's about no limits. <laughs> kind of. Exactly. Less flippy dippy, more choppy stoppy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At least the flippy dippy looks good. Um... <laughs> Let me bring you all fucking guys to reality. It was an okay match for a house. Oh, fuck off. I think that's the highest you've ever rated Eddie Kingston's match. I actually believe that. <laughs> he didn't blow at blood and guts and he didn't rate it that high. It was yeah. an okay match for a house show. I mean, it's only because it he beat up an Asian. It was, what it, was, it was what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Chops. And that's it. It was an okay match for a house show. Uh, oh, I can't wait to hear about this one. Christian, what about you? Uh... I I enjoyed the the strong style elements of it. I like strong style, so I I didn't mind it. But uh, like I said, that power bomb finish was a little bit cheesy. Ryan, uh, I'm agreeing with all of not fat man because he's wrong. I like this. <laughs> I'm never wrong. Come but on. I like that strong style as well. I like that hard any stuff. If any finish on this pay per view was fucking, and I know Fat Man's gonna love when I say this, dumb, it wasn't this. Yay! There is a finish later on oh, in this guy that's oh, oh, absolutely yeah. stupid. I know exactly what you're talking about. I feel like it. Why do I have a feeling it's not gonna be the same match that we think it is? <laughs> because there is a finish on this show that is absolutely dumb. But mm-hmm. okay, we'll get to it. Uh, TBS Championship. Chris Stratlander defends against Julia Hart. Hey, 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 hey. Don't forget. No, no, well, well, hold I'm not. John Cannon gave this three and a quarter. Fuck Dave Mouser gave this three. Sleazy! You're the women's wrestling enthusiast. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I actually agreed with... Who gave it? One of them. Meltzer? Meltzer. Oh, fuck. I agreed with Meltzer. Um, it, was, it was a nice little match. Um, it showcased Julia... In a spot that absolutely needed to happen. I think mm-hmm. she's on a very good trajectory right now. I think her character work's been top-notch. And having her in the ring with somebody as strong as uh, Statlander is, you know, absolutely wonderful. Um, I don't want to say a wrong kid died here. Because I don't think she's ready for a title. But I definitely believe by the end of the year, she might be having either TBS or, or the Ring of Honor. Women's championship. So two months. But that's yeah. the point of the TBS title. <laughs> well, I I don't. Well, yes, but we just came off of an, a historic run. And 
So we're going to flip-flop it like it's the TNT title? I, I, I'm, I, here's my point. is I feel like that Chris is a good one to kind of continue the build of it. Yes. Um, Chris is in the wrong title hunt. She should not be in the mid-card women's title hunt. Taking that belt off Jade is fine and good enough. That gave her a little rub. She should have dropped it to Julia Hart here because this is the Julia Hart style. This is your TV title, your main card title. Chris Statlander got her pop, sustained her pop. Get her the fuck over with the main title, please. I think the only problem with Julia Hart getting the belt right now is she doesn't have enough reps with those high-profile uh, females on. Fucking Jade was champion for how long? Yeah, but Jade can walk <laughs> out, and regardless of what she does, just look at her, and people are going to be like, oh, that bitch is a star. Just look at her. She just looks like a specimen. Like, you can't turn your face away from her. And if I had a little hot blonde walking in front of me and behind me was Brody fucking King, I'd know not to fuck around either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't think she's proven herself enough in the ring yet to, to be walking around with a strap. Character work has been phenomenal. If, if we were giving her a belt for her character work, absolutely. But That's she hasn't really been enough in the ring yet. Well, that was my point, is that I think she's going to win the Ring of Honor title first. Yeah. I, I could see her doing that. But the match was good to showcase her uh, her ability. She did have a chance to actually show that she can get down in the ring a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I think Rod Kid died, but I like the match. <laughs> to be honest, like there's a lot of booking decisions from results standpoint that I wouldn't necessarily want her to agree with, 100% agree with. Um, but yeah, the best and worst part about doing this review now is Dynamite's already happened once. Mm-hmm. So we have a little bit of kickback when we talk about, oh, if we normally talk after pay-per-view, this is shit. Wait two days to see what they do on TV, just to see how shit it really was. Yep. So like <laughs> most of this wasn't shit. The tag title match was kind of fucked. But like... It kind of gets uh, swept away later on. Anyways. Yeah, right? Um, yeah. So I'm wrong. No, um, no, I agree with Meltzer, so I'm wrong. Uh you also wrong. agree with me, so you're uber wrong. Yes, 100%. <laughs> uh, this match had no right being a good match, but it was. It was a good match. It's an uh, Impact I, Women's Division match. Um, I honestly think the right kid died, so. I get why, and I get the, I just, I see the TBS title as the mid-card title, and Jane did everything she could to make it a main title, but when they never crossed her over or anything like that, and then Statlander comes back to a big return... I just, I don't know. I just see it as a main character title. Gotcha. And, and it's perfect for your Julia Hearts. It's perfect for your Willie so Nightingales. It's not. So it's your presentation of the TBS title now that's okay. That's fair. fair. Yo, dog, I heard you like four way tag team matches. <laughs> I do! <laughs> four way match for the number one contendership for the AEW tag titles The Guns versus the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks versus Orange Cassidy and Hook. 12 minutes and 40 seconds. Uh, Mouse, fuck Dave Mouser gave this three and three quarters. Canton gave this three and a half. Ryan! Uh, outside the Ron Kids dying, this was another fun fucking four-way tag team match that shouldn't have been as good as what it was. I fucking love all aspects of this. I will pop every time the guns make an entrance because they have the best entrance in the business right now. Like, yeah, no, Young Buck should not have won this. I would have took Hook and Orange Cassidy. Every any other team should have won. Yeah, this. any other Fuck team with the Bucks. Bucks. I 
I was kind of iffy when the Bucks won. I'm like, they're going to run Bucks and FTR back again this soon? But, but wait! But wait! Yeah, so... Um, I guess I'm... I guess I'm wrong. Three and three quarters. Um, it was chaotic as expected. It was exciting. It, it was a four-way AEW tag match. Like It was fucking deadly. But yeah. I, I wouldn't even call that an AEW tag match because, like, WrestleMania and the, the NXT show we talked about, all that, like, four-way tag matches recently have been fucking stellar because yeah. everybody gets the nonsense of every team's got to have a little bit of a shine. Every team's got to be believable that they win. Get your cool shit in, and then somebody wins at the end. It's a simple process, and it's fucking producing great matches. Well, here's the thing. Who's who's mainly in these types of matches? The Young Bucks. Bucks. They're always yeah, but the not just WWE. Doing... Like, in WWE, there's no Young Bucks. And they're having That's great true. 14 tag team matches. Like they, they also are, but they're both pulling from a very specific place. The opening junior tag team matches in New Japan. When yep. they had, when there were like four corner tag matches, like for years, fucking years, they opened up Wrestle Kingdom, and there's yep. a reason why they work is because there's just enough people in there for everyone to get your shit in, and it doesn't leave anybody like waiting. Yep. You know what I mean? It's always action, 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 action. For this, for this match, uh, actually, I'll I'll let uh, uh, CM go for this. Yeah, I I gave this a. I gave this a three star as well. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the pops that were in there. I also, uh, I don't know if anyone's going to bring this up. I love that little fluky, fluky little fuck up flip at the end that Nick Jackson did right before he finished. That was pretty <laughs> <Yep>. funny. <laughs> but the but, uh, kudos to him for sliding back out of that drain and finishing it off. But uh, just like you said, there everybody got their stuff off. I love the guns. What they've changed to with that back-to-back intro with that rapid-fire Triple H spit. It's fantastic. This is great. This is a great time. The presentation's 100%. Listen, they are children of DX. And you can see it because they take it from everybody in DX and nobody complains and nobody cares because that's how they were fucking The homage to Road Dog. Oh, my God. Road Dog made a comment about that. He's like, I wish the boys had to do something to make it their own, but I love that they do the Road Dog punches because... That's Uncle fucking Brian to them, right? Like, I love it. Well, there's another. There was a New Age Outlaws tip of the hat in here as well. The two guns trying to roll each other up. Oh, yeah. That yeah. is true. That, that is was, true. That was I'm so Outlaws. sad that commentary didn't call it the New Age Outlaw rule. Because that's what it is. Okay. It really <laughs> is. Yeah. Um, I gave it three and three quarters. So you're wrong, too. Um, yeah. Shocker, right? Well, you're uh, wrong about a lot of matches that have been really fucking high rated here, just so your ratings are understood, just so you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm used to it at this point. Um, the, the big thing that I want to point out, yeah, fuck you too. Um, <laughs> I, I think the biggest thing that I want to take out of the match, other than the fact that literally any other team should have won here, yeah. other than the Bucks, is that once again, Ray Phoenix is hurt? Yeah. Like, God damn it. Dude. Are we, are we I, I thought he was selling at the beginning when he did that little jerk his shoulder back into place, but then when it happened again, I was like, okay, no, that was for real. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? It's, I 
swear to you God. You wrestle for AEW, so you don't have to work the rigorous schedule of WWE and hurt yourself by wrestling too much. So you hurt myself by doing crazy shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh. I just want to make sure I heard that out loud and it made sense. Like, Did it, though? <laughs> Did no, it though? not at all. Like, Do you think that they're getting hurt more often because they're not getting as much reps? But they're all doing indies and all this kind of nonsense. Like, well, he's my, AAA, my, isn't he? Yeah, my yeah, comment AAA, was, though. it's flawed not to go to WWE because you don't want to do the schedule when you're going to go do AEW and either do a crazy shit like you're that, or you're doing like Phoenix, who's down in Mexico and doing all those places, or most of the other guys, because that's how they make their money. Not everybody can get a $5 million contract and get fired. Just back around and take <laughs> yeah. It's okay. unfortunate, though. <clears throat> uh, CM did talk about the match, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry, I got something going on in my phone. I apologize. Um, Hangman Anna Page versus Stur- Swerve. Swerve Thwickwin. Whose house? Mark's house. Oh, wait. Shit. <laughs> Let's get that wrong. Don't give a fuck. I'll mark out every time. 20 minutes and 15 seconds. Fuck Dave Meltzer gave this four and three quarters. Can't give this four and a quarter. Wow. Why wow. was it missing, Dave? <laughs> right? Uh, let's start with Christian. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed this match, and that says a lot for me because I hate Hangman Adam Page. There's just something about him I just do not enjoy. But um, I love me some Swerve Strickland, and uh, I think those two meshed very well in the ring together. Uh, it was very fluid, um, and the pacing of the match was well done. And um, I think it was. I think it finished the way it should have. I, I I'll give it four stars. I think he's going a little bit above and beyond, but I think it's well-deserving of four stars from a storytelling standpoint and what they were able to accomplish. Like, I like this new visceral Swerve Strickland that we got. He's not flipping as much. He's striking a lot more, and I like it. Well, he's flipping before the strikes. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Um, This was Swerve's breakout match. Even though everyone knew how great he was. But they didn't. This was his breakout match. Uh, if you didn't I know agree Swerve, with you know him now. Yeah, I I, I agree with Cannon. Four and a quarter, absolutely great match. Right kid died. Um, he got he got the heel heat in his hometown while getting cheered. So <laughs> well, I don't know what match you were watching, but that's not what happened at all. Well, you, heel heat is mean he was still playing a heel. <laughs> I one hundred percent disagree with that. Nay, nay. Again, I don't know what because I. This match is AEW's Hogan Rocket WrestleMania 18. Yep. I would win- 100% agree with that. And I and I, I make note of it in my notes. I was trying to say, not only did Swerve get cheered here, but Adam leaned into it. Mm-hmm. And I hey actually man, Adam Page don't rip off people's catchphrases. He made sure to scream whose house like a dickhead. Right. Like and immediately, they knew. You could see it right away. Like, Swerve guys, stands up in the ring. The best part of it is yeah. the start of the match, and they're going. Swerve looks at him on page. He's like, I fucking told you. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. can see the shit eating grin on his face. And from there on, that match changed. Because AEW's hard to see faces and heels most times. Hometown or not hometown, I get that. But, like, this was pure page yeah. wrestled, like, as close to a heel. And Swerve wrestled as close to a face. Mm-hmm. They'd be dumb. See, you just turn the Bucks face. You can't turn page heel now. Right. No, you're all wrong. Swerve still wrestled as a heel. <clears throat> Sleazy, what'd you rate it? 
the fuck is wrong with this asshole? Um, I gave it four stars. Um, the, the thing I have, so it's funny because I actually have a similar opinion as Seaham does. I'm not a huge fan of Adam Page. Um, but once again, these two guys mesh so well together. Um, I feel like though that I, I don't understand where Meltzer and company think this was close to perfection. Yeah, it's kind of that's kind of kind of high, honestly. Um, but yeah, um, Meltzer overrating AEW, no. Right? But everybody's <laughs> right? definition of perfection is different. But the, but the thing is, well, here's the other thing is that I believe that the crowd made that match so much more than it was, and of course we yeah. have a national fucking treasure in Prince Nana. Oh yeah, the way he was shuffling away after oh, uh, he hit him with that, after he threw him into the barricade, oh, that was fucking. Yo, God, <laughs> fucking a. That's fantastic. It was Prince good. N- Prince there Nana's- is not enough Prince Nana love in the world. I really yeah. feel, I, tr- I truly believe that. Overlooked. And, yeah, and, and I know I'm a mark for managers because I am one. But Prince Nana, fucking Truth Martini, um. Paul Heyman, everyone's doing a great job that's yeah. an actual manager. I'm mean, killing like, it right now. Everyone's killing it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> fuck those guys. Pretty fuck much. them guys. Ricky Stars versus Wheeler Yuta. Nine minutes, 55 seconds. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Overrated the fuck out of this match at three and a half. Ken was a little bit closer with the Mike Sanders. Sleazy. Two and a half. Okay, match for a hot show. There you go. Um, I, now, granted, hindsight's, well, forward sight, I guess, is 2020. <laughs> Starks is now an AEW tag champion. But this We match, hadn't talked about the tag title match yet. Oh, spoiler. Sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry. I was going to win for you. Um, I just felt like that the match. The main event really to Rampage was pretty good. Yeah, well, yeah. Basically, basically, because that's what this was. like. Right? Well, it was not only that, but the high point of the match had nothing to do with the match. Well, it did have something to do with the match, but it was Mox's commentary on it. Yeah. It was absolutely phenomenal, and it actually works into the next match, and I'll talk about that later. But, yeah, two and a half. Worm bowl of water. See him. I'll piggyback right off of that. I, I'll give it a two and a half as well. Willer Yuta is just one of those guys that are just like, eh, if he's on, I'm, I'll watch it because it's wrestling. But uh, I'm not like, let me pull up to that Willer Yuta match. <laughs> and, uh, Holy shit, that Willer Yuta match. God remember when he was going to be the savior at AEW six months ago when he joined DC? Like, Dude, what? I don't know what they were smoking on, but I want some of it. But, uh, you know, Willer, I agree with you. Uh the only eventful part of that match was Mox. And uh, take Mox from that equation, this match would have just been a wet, limp sausage. That's what my wife calls me. Uh, <laughs> uh, get out of my head. I was going to be like, I had one of them, and then I got divorced. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan, go ahead. Um, I already said my piece. I'll say it again. This was a great Rampage main event. <laughs> And it tells you how great Rampage is when this was a two-star match. Um, 
It was a 10-minute squash match. Yeah. Is what yeah. it was. It was just a 10-minute squash match. Wheeler, you would have got like two moves of offense in. Ricky starts winning. And I, frankly, I think I'm overrating it at two stars. Like, uh, it, it's not it, unlike you to overrate something. <laughs> I'm normally the underrating piece of shit on this show. Thank you very much. The fat fuck sitting next to me is the overrated piece of shit, which brings me into Brian Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. 22 minutes and 45 seconds. John Canton gave this four and three quarters. Fuck Dave Monster gave this five and a half. Five-star match. So I've given out a ton of five-star matches this year. I, I, I will admit that. I think I'm... Over, in double digits now over this year because and, and we family and I were talking about this in the car on the way to the GCW show um, there's just been so, this is probably one of the best years of wrestling in 20 years easy in my opinion maybe longer but at mm-hmm. least 20 years but this match was just the absolute epitome of perfection. If you're looking for this style of match, if you're mm-hmm. looking for this two technical wizards of professional wrestling going at it one after another after another for 20 plus minutes, you cannot look past this match. It, it is absolute perfection. The problem I have is that I sit here and look at it and say, this is the best match I've seen this year. And yet, I've rated everything five stars. <sighs> Unfortunately, I have to agree with fucking Dave Meltzer. I gave it five and a half stars. I can't fucking, I can't do it. I mean, I can't just give this five stars because it's not the same as everything else that we've had to this point. I really can't. Um, I love the fact, even the finish was absolutely perfection because you have no, this, no, yeah, 100% because, and I think they even mentioned it on t- commentary. You have this huge technical match. Brian Danielson knows he can't beat him from a technical perspective. So he's got to finish him off with a fucking strike. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a masterclass of storytelling in one match. If you want to fault it at all, and if you and I will be fair to this criticism, is that up to the actual match, the entire storyline was, yo dog, I'm the best technical master. That's it. That was the entire storyline. Yeah, the build-up was poop. That's but fine. It, it... But the match more than over-delivered. And I also don't feel like this match needed any buildup because these two have been, like, making barbs at each other for a long time now, like, outside of this world. So, uh, for it to culminate finally in the ring was phenomenal. Uh, I love what you said. I agree with 100%. He had to finish him with a strike. It's almost like that moment where two swordsmen understand that, fuck, this is a wash. Let's drop these swords and see who got the better hands. That's what that moment felt like to me. Uh, and uh, I think just for some people like us that watch wrestling as much as we do, we could tell that those two guys were really just trying to outmaneuver each other. It wasn't like, yo, we're calling shit. No, 
they were just like, oh, you land in this position? All right, motherfucker, flip your arm over here. All right, you land in this position? Give me your leg over here. All right, let's roll over this way. Like, yeah. it was just fluidity to the max. And uh, yeah. I had to give it a five star. Sleazy, you're an overrated piece of shit. Well, like a quarter star, isn't it? No, it's a half star. It's a five star match. <laughs> but she's an overrated piece of shit. And this is not... To me, and we talked about this when we had breakfast yesterday, because um, I already knew what a star rating was going to be, um, that, yes, there was my one, it's a five-star match, my one gripe was it was the finish kind of came out of nowhere. Like, they were wrestling, 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 two boost psycho knees, and, and it ends. Um, it gives Sabres Jr. an out, though, because he won the strike. They did not leave the ring once in this match. Mm-mm. Not once. This was a wrestling masterpiece, and 100% is a five-star match. Um, uh, and again, I season I already talked about this was that I don't think this was my match of the year because we'll get to it when we in January. There was another match that had a story built up to it, that had a story, a way better story in the match. Wasn't technically this was the best technical match of the year. Yeah, but the story in the match and the build-up leading up to it is will be still my match of the year. But, yeah, this is 100% a five-star match, and I don't know what can Ken, what is it missing? Yeah. <laughs> I, sorry, sorry, dude, but what's it missing? All right, Ryan. I hope Zack Sabre Jr. steps on a Lego. I fucking hate him still. He hasn't got any better. <laughs> He's fucking terrible. He doesn't know how the word sell works at all. And I came into this match with open mind because fucking Danielson was in. I was like, okay, cool. I watched it. I was like, ah, it's a Zaver Jr. match. Nothing real stood out to me. And then that fucking finish was dumb. It was dumb. <laughs> it was dumb. And I'll tell you why it was dumb. It never should have finished with a strike. It should have finished with a submission hall or some kind of cool little lock up from a pin. That's how that should have been. A strike? Dumb. Dumb. And I will pull the Ryan. It gives Zack Sabre Jr. out. He did not lose to a submission. They don't he lost to out. a strike. Why do they need an out? They're not in to the same company. To have a rematch. They're not in the same company. Doesn't matter. You can easily do uh, interpromotional matches without it. You don't need it there. I wouldn't yeah, hear Zack, Zack Sabre. Sabre I, and I don't think either one of them won. gets hurt with this loss. It doesn't matter who wins this match. But finish was bullshit. The finish was stupid. It shouldn't have been a strike. It should have been a submission hold or it should have been some kind of lockup. It didn't matter who won this match. I don't think anyone losing this match would have been bad or would have been hurt by the loss. It was just as fucking dumb finish. You're I, wrong. Yo, dog, I think you like feels, <laughs> feels no, matches. I, no, 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 no. I, first of all, no, I, I will back Ryan up on the fact that if you don't like that, that's great because it's a differing opinion on something. Fuck that- you <laughs> with my strong fucking all they do is chop shit and you fucking bash me for not giving it four stars. Fuck you. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> it's, it's my you. opinion. Because <laughs> your opinion is definitely wrong. Uh, I'm always I- right. What are you talking no, about? I, I think that the key thing there is. is- Fuck Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, I know. There you go. <laughs> it feels okay. You want you want to know one of my biggest weird pet peeves about professional wrestling when it comes to entrances? 
Zack Sabre Jr. came out to his TMDK music. Okay? And the TMDK philosophy, right? It feels like, oh, look at this rando tag wrestler coming in to work Brian Danielson. Yeah. You know what I mean? He had his own the music. presentation's kind of weird. And, and there's where the I'll take the difference on the stance of it's an AEW show. That's yeah. not a random tag wrestler to the AEW audience. 100% agree. He, he's not hollering anybody new in, but it's right. not a random person. Like, Yeah, random tag dude that holds a singles title. I mean, yeah, right. Right. well, yeah. Well, <laughs> but he's part of TMDK, that, that weird rando uh, Australian Pretty show group. team? Yeah. <laughs> right? We already have Australians on the on this show. Fuck them. Yo, dog, I heard you like trios matches. Not when Sammy Guevara's in them. <laughs> Chris Jericho, the Golden Elite versus the Don Callis family. 22 minutes, 35 seconds. Fuck Dave Mouser. He gave this four and three quarters. Can't give this four and a quarter. Ryan, you're the tag team wrestling enthusiast. Every time I think Kenny Omega's going to win and be like, well, it's Kenny Omega. He's obviously going to win. He doesn't win. <laughs> but look at his pay-per-view record. He just got pointed out to me on Reddit. Like, Kenny Omega doesn't win that often on pay-per-view buys. And I'm like, he's definitely going to win. Like, he's finally got to get his man over Take a Shit Never does. Not until Dynamite in a random tag match, because one of the... Because Guevara gets injured here, and one of the Aussie Opener injured, so they just said, fuck it, let's do a makeshift team. Omega might as well win. But, like, Take a Shit got Omega's number, boys. It's crazy, like... Yeah. Uh, well... Fuck Dave Mouser for one. This is four stars. Uh, but it was still great. It was a great match. Um, again, chaos as expected. Random trios matches. Again, I didn't think the Gon Callis family would win, but I was actually pleasantly, pleasantly surprised they did. It keeps their momentum going. So I, I liked it. For the longest time, Will Ospreay and Zack Sabre Jr. were the same person to me, and I'm glad I can tell the difference now. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Racist. <laughs> I hate everybody equally and everybody's opportunity for a joke. That's not racist. That's just an opportunist. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Sammy Guevara, I love seeing him get fucking ragdolled around. Anytime he's ragdolled around in a match is a good match. Like uh, He's like a like- pretty Darby Allen. Yeah, that kid throws his body around with just such reckless abandonment. It just, I don't know, when he did that, when he did that moonsault, I mean, that shooting star going outside, oh, dude, I thought he was going to die the way he landed. Like, his leg tweaked, his shoulder hit wrong. I was like, oh, this dude, Sammy Kavari, he's done. They're going to drag him out. But uh, whenever he's ragged down around throwing himself like a dead monkey in the ring, I'm in for it. <laughs> and and whenever Takeshita is throwing fucking lariats like he is, when he's just waiting for you, charged up for you to hit the rope so he can just fucking inside out you, I'm here for that. He Ooh. wants to kill Omega Boss. Dude. Yeah, he really he does. Just like lean like the, he was just like, you would have thought he was about to throw a 90-mile-per-hour pitch. I mean, like, come on. This dude. He's Japanese. He definitely said Hadouken. Yeah. <laughs> dude. I get that reference. <laughs> Hadouken. Yeah, dude. I don't want to be standing there waiting for a, a charged up to catch the Lariat. That's for sure. I will say 
they've done a great job of strapping a motherfucking rocket back in. Yeah. He called him Takeshka. Who's he? Take His name is oh, Take, take a Shitta. Take a Shitta. Take a Shitta. I'm saying it like how, uh, you know, the AEW announcer said. They said Takeshita. Takeshita. <laughs> well, it's like... Um, uh, it's like it's like Kazushka. The fact that yeah. that take a shit a chance is not broken out of shows breaks my heart. <laughs> oh, don't worry, they're coming around here. I believe soon. I will make sure that gets over. No, because a most AEW fans are ignorant marks to themselves. They're not ignorant marks to their boys. Like, unless your name is Cody, and then fuck that guy. Let's get rid of him. <laughs> fuck that WWE. Holy boomer. fuck! Hey, you just loved him a little bit more, boss. You still would have him. Right? Um, this is a hard spot to be put in after that fucking technical masterpiece. It's still a really good fucking way out, I guess is the best way to say it. I gave it four and a quarter. Um, it feels weird to have such amount of talent in the ring like this and Chris Jericho. Uh, <laughs> but here's limits are definitely being hidden way better than it has been in the last few matches. Um, once again, Takeshita's looking to be Who? the next big thing, Japanese-wise. You can tell that... that He's uh, going to say his name right. He's got that Asian fever. Yeah. How dare you? He outsources his say, math. What are you talking about? Did I say something wrong, then? I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying <laughs> it's, it's real. I'm, I'm just proving it. It's um, a disease. It's a disease. <laughs> <laughs> this is a disease I don't want to be cured. Um, no, I, I, I think that they're doing a good job with the Callis family in general. They're they're really shitbag heels, and they're doing a good job of that. And, That's the point. That a good heel is a piece of shit. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. and I and I think I feel like they're doing a great job with it. I can't wait to see where they're going from here. I will be very interested to see how they deal once they really separate themselves with Kenny Omega and that realm. To see where where it goes next. Yeah. Yo, Dogger, who's like tag team matches? I do. This one was good too. AEW Tag Team Championships. FTR defends against Ozzy Open. Twenty minutes twenty five seconds. Fuck Dave Meltzer and John Canton gave it four and a half stars. Ryan. Uh, I like this match. I really do. Uh, the aftermath is now the spoiler comes out. The fact that they fucking lost to Starks uh, and Big Bill a uh, week six days later <laughs> fucking returning. I'm sorry. I know that's a politically correct thing to say. Uh, but Ryan, it was dumb. <laughs> Come on, no, dude. It, it, needed, it needed a more harsher word than dumb. Okay? <laughs> wow. It, it did, but like... It, yeah, what was the point of that? Uh, Five dollars to the... Autism Speaks Society. I'm so glad you're... Oh, well, if you're going to pay for every time I say something dumb and racist, you're going to pay a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, that, I want to point out, Ozzy Open has the worst fucking luck in the world. Because they just had Mark Davis injured and had to drop two New Japan tag team titles. Simon mm-hmm. AEW had this match, and now... Or Carl Fletcher got injured the first time, and now Mark Davis got injured this time because Carl Fletcher's wrestling singles. Like that's shitty for your tag team boys. Like bad yeah, Mark one of broke his wrist. And Carl Fletcher was only injured back in April. Yeah. 
Damn. Tough run for them right now. You're going to get lost in that. And that's a, the tag division in AEW and essentially Ring of Honor is deep. When you look at quality teams, like regardless of well-known name teams, but quality tag teams that could kind of run with that, that's hurting. It's like the 80s when the single star went down. Tag team division in AEW now, there's four fucking belts you can fight for, boss. And the Young Bucks still have to have one. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sleazy. I, I will prove this to you before in my notes. What's the first line say? Wrong kids died. 100% wrong kids died. Um, you're not going to convince me otherwise, especially with the Bucks winning the title opportunity earlier in the show. Because for fuck's sake, were we planning on doing... I, I, I still wonder if... Were they planning on... Having FTR win no matter what here? I was just going to ask you that question. Do you think that they knew Mark Davis was hurt and they called an audible? The reports coming out of collision was that one of the uh, the hair the hair one, because I can't remember their names. There's the, the bald one and the one that's not bald. FTR bald and FTR hair, yes. Yes, yeah. FTR hair was actually injured, I believe. Cash and Miller? Like, yeah, like when it comes back to the feed of collision, apparently, it's like they win in five minutes. Like the match started in progress on the show. That's what started mm. to show, right? The match in progress. Oh. On collision? Yeah. Watch the fucking product. I don't watch the fucking product. <laughs> God damn it. I was at a fucking GCW show when it happened. True what, collision? We were at a bar watching SmackDown. Oh, True story, bro. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah no, that's, yeah, yeah. This all happened at collision last night. Yeah, we were, we were watching. So, yeah, yeah, the show opens. Broken. The show opens. Max well, the collision was last night. We were at the GCW show. I understand. That's why I stopped. And I think when you collision, uh, when collision opened, another five dollars for autism. <laughs> when collision opened, the match was already in progress. They call it, and like the length of the match is like four minutes and fifty-eight seconds. Like FDR so hair or FDR bald. One of them was injured. So I'm wondering if Ozzy Open was supposed to win the titles. Mark Davis got hurt, and then Cash Wheeler got hurt, so they had to call an audible. So they called two audibles in a week? I wouldn't be surprised. Who the I, fuck I, is the booker of this goddamn A coke book? addict, allegedly. allegedly. Um, so, Obviously not if they're calling audibles in the ring. I don't believe FTR was supposed to lose either time. Okay. Okay. I then 100% Aussie Open should have won this, without question. Um... The match was great, though. It was four stars. Um, I feel like that... I think the depth of the roster... I think I think Ryan hit it right on the right on the head here. Is that you've got so many great tag teams. And to not... To run shit like... And, and I love FTR. I love the Young Bucks. But to run them again... Yeah. This soon... Not a good idea, in my opinion. Obviously, we're getting something completely different now, but I guarantee you that's going to end with the Bucks winning the tag titles again. And here we fucking go again. Full gear. Yeah. Well, they're already six, man. Yeah, so let's have more. They want to be fucking Ultimo dragging the tag titles again. (laughs) Whatever. I'm just trying to think now. One, two, three, four, just in AEW ROH alone. Mm-hmm. 
Go back to PWG for a spell. You grabbed uh, in. Well, he's he's trying to do math. He didn't outsource his math. Yeah, um, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I I guess I'm wrong. Four and a half stars. This match was. I was uh, missing. Awesome. Your face. It, awesome as expect as expected. Um, Mark Davis did break his wrist. Uh, so. Mark Davis breaking his wrist is not why I got half no, a star. No, I'm just making a note, you dumb <laughs> fuck. Smoke <laughs> some more fucking weed. And how many times you got to say, if you open up your ears, you shut your mouth more, you hear better. I was listening, but you didn't say anything that made sense. <laughs> well, damn it. That was a perfect segue to the next match, but see him and then talk about the tag match. <laughs> well, I mean... You guys pretty much said everything that I was going to say. I, I give it a four star uh, because there was a couple areas where it looked a little sloppy. And when I'm seeing technicians in there, I'm expecting everything to hit, hit, and hit. Like that Liger bomb was a little bit sloppy. That shatter machine was a little bit jank. But besides that, uh, it was a pretty good match. It was exactly what I expected from two tag teams at their caliber. Yeah. All right. Two out of three falls match for the AEW TNT Championship. 25 minutes, 25 seconds. Or Christian Craig's defense against Darby Allen. 25 minutes, 25 seconds. Fuck Dave Meltzer gave this four and a half. John Cannon gives four and three quarters. I'm going to start with this because I said I'm going to try to keep an open mind when it comes to AEW. And then they have this fucking shit right here. They have this garbage right fucking no, here. You no, 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 fuck you. Let me finish. <laughs> so Christian is allowed to throw Darby Allen, kill him, basically. On the steps. On the steps. That's, That's not a disqualification. That's about But that crazy. leads to a count out. And then Darby Allen, after that, gets a frog splash on the stretcher, takes a finisher on the exposed board, which we know Sleazy loves. And the fucker kicks out. No, I don't want to hear adrenaline, heart, whatever. No, it was fucking dumb. (laughs) This match fell off a fucking cliff after that Darby Allen spot. This match made absolutely zero sense. It was an okay match for a house show. Nobody remembers this match. All they're going to talk about is Edge coming. Absolutely. But guess what? I'm going to remember the fuck show of this match because this match was absolute garbage and I think I'm overrating it at fucking two and a half stars because it made zero fucking sense. All right, Sleazy. (laughs) Fat man, you overrating piece of shit. (laughs) Um, What the fuck? Two stars. (laughs) Yep. Um, mm-hmm. The match was brutal. Okay, let, oh, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what happened, but there must have been a memo that got passed around when AEW started that says, "Make sure Darby Allen does not survive this run." Yeah, in AEW, make sure because, he's done. Yeah, fucking a. The casket yeah. match was nightmare, but that fucking stairs bump was probably That's- the worst thing I've seen. And I just finished watching the Art of the War Games match at GCW. I'm not going to make this any better. That wasn't supposed to be the original bump. Do you remember that spot? He goes to pick him up for a suplex first. and Yes! Yeah. And then it turned to that didn't work. Let's try this awkward body slam. 
Darby Allen's only like 50 pounds soaking wet, I figure. So like yeah. Christian should have been able to muscle him up a little bit higher. They were so tired. Um, but the thing is, they had to do the spot because it took Christian five goddamn minutes to expose the goddamn motherfucking boards. Because fuck you, we're going to sit here and say, oh, well, every single match doesn't fucking matter now because now we're doing the real shit on the boards. Fucking expose the fuck. Bully Ray used to do this all the fucking time, and it drives dri- drove me insane that a man that had so much respect for the business does this, and now Christian's doing the same fucking spot. Go fuck yourself. And the worst part of this isn't just the fact that they're doing the spots on this. Okay, obviously we have this whole swerve thing set up, where. Nick Wayne comes out after being killed by a goddamn dinosaur earlier yeah. on the fucking show. This dinosaur, stop yelling about dinosaur. You knew this. You knew this when you watch this program, there's going to be a dinosaur on it. Stop. Well, it doesn't matter if there's a dinosaur on it. It's the fact that he sounded like you were the dinosaur dinosaurs ate then. him and he still goes back. He returned. And he crawled out of his mouth. Right? <laughs> it's the giant falling off a of Kobo Hall. Come on. Yeah, right. shut up. Suspend this you, you get the... You get the swerve of Nick Wayne after all this fucking shit goes on. On the exposed boards, we finish the match, which, by the way, at what point are we going to call a disqualification here? It's Holy fucking shit. AEW. No, God. I would not have what a, a pro- count out. That's my problem. Yeah. That's it's my AEW. problem. If they it was AEW, they want. If this, I sat here, we talked about this, and I said, if they didn't have the flash pin in the beginning, in like two minutes in, that Darby Allen spot was the DQ, and then Christian did everything and got the three count on the boards. Why is it a DQ? Because he's using weapons. He threw him on the fucking steps. It's the no mercy. It's the no mercy rule. You can put somebody through a table outside the ring when you're playing the video game. It wasn't considered a disqualification because it didn't happen in the ring. It's a video game. Fuck you. That's what AEW is. Technically, he didn't hit him with the steps. He threw them on them. Exactly. <laughs> God, still exactly. should have been a DQ. No, then, but you were just told how it's not a DQ because he didn't. But it should have been with the steps. Here, here's another. Here's. Uh, let me go back to the exposed boards thing because th- this really pisses me off. It oh, really oh. does. Right? Shocker! Right? But why? Like, I still don't understand. Well, it. it's it's not I'm only not... the fact. I matter much bump on that little bit of fan podium instead of just the fucking wood. Let's be honest. Right. Well, you and I both, you you and I kind of both get this. Yeah. You're you're less against it than I am, but I it, it is absolutely pulling back curtain when you do that shit. Okay. And yeah, we're talking about a company that's done this on the wreck. But here's my problem with it: is that not only did they do the exposed board spots. But then you had a whole other bunch of spots after that where people had to take bumps on the exposed wood and take them like normal bumps. Nick Wayne took normal bumps uh, with Edge. Uh, Even the the spear was technically on the chair, but it was on the exposed board. You know, it's like they did all this stuff after the fact and made it look like that they were in a regular wrestling ring afterwards. That's my biggest problem with it, is that it was one thing when you're doing doing it as the finish to the match, which is the finish of the show. I still yeah. don't like it. I 
really don't like it. But that put it over way further for me. I hated all of that. And again, nobody's gonna remember that. Yeah, no one's gonna re- nobody's gonna remember this fucking match except this asshole because he's so bitter and jaded yep. about AEW. That yeah, I'm bitter and jaded. Can... Four and a half stars. Well, four stars. Five stars, fair, four and a half you're gonna stars. You're going to bring this match up five months, or excuse me, one, two, three, three months from now when you bitch about AEW because <laughs> that's who you are as a person. You can't I mean, escape the wrestling. bad. You absolutely cannot escape the bad oh. when there's good along with it. Oh, um, well, 100%. Especially when, you know, Christian's about ready to do a concerto and let's have a fucking vignette and pyro to save your Jeff Hardy all over again. Oh my, oh my god. god, my friends need to be saved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just like Yeah. He was How a little was bit that? too stunned by the intro. <laughs> no, but to be fair, the the one thing I remember about this show is Saber Jr. Danielson and Edge. So Ryan's absolutely right. No one's going to remember this match. Mm-mm. Well, that doesn't take away from how fucking AEW this match was. Which and you know what? It was a great match. Fuck you. <laughs> it was not a great match. You're it just was fucking, a great, it was a great You're just AEW high match. all the time and always happy. It doesn't matter. It was a great <laughs> It was a great AEW match. This was perfect for AEW. And like I've said, like I said, Those bombs killed me. Like I said, like I said, this podcast I'll say it now. You don't like AEW? Don't watch it. Cuz this is just I, I said I I went to a GCW show yesterday, okay? I I'm understand. Trying, I'm very I'm proud trying of to be a little bit, this. I said before I rated this match, I'm trying to be way more open-minded with AEW. And then they pull stupid shit like this. And here's the thing. Like I said, if they would have called the DQ and then Christian would have done what he'd done and got the second fall, I'm actually okay with that. It makes sense. This match didn't make sense. So that's why I'm kind of shitting all over it. It just didn't that, make sense. I, I no, it didn't make sense to you because you didn't go in with the mindset of this is AEW. There might be I actually G- went into this show with the mindset of this is AEW. So this shouldn't have pissed you off because this is an it, AEW. But it thing. did. Because <laughs> so you're mad that AEW did an AEW? I thing. rated it higher than he did. It's just whether whether this show is an AEW, MLW, or whoever the fuck. The flow, wouldn't pull this shit. The flow <laughs> of this match was weird. He just called the, it shit, so fuck you, Ryan. The flow of this <laughs> match was weird. The spots were fucking dangerous, like, to Darby's legitimate health. So you've seen a Darby Allen match before. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I, like, I've seen this dude do a bunch of stupid shit, but that stair bump, and I would have been like, come on, bro, I'm not doing that. Like, that shit's crazy. You Mark Henry style world's strongest slam onto some steps to, for you. Like, no way. I'm good on that. But I don't know. It was just something about the, the flow of this match and the pace of it. It just rubbed me the wrong way. I was just like, fucking bring Edge out already. Like, that's <laughs> there it is. Everybody that <laughs> had any issue with this match, anybody that had any issue with this match and how weird it was. It's all because so, we were all impatient oh, because Edge is coming. Oh, by the way, there was a ref. If you're not going to call DQs, why have a fucking ref bump in it? Like, whatever. Yeah. But I will point out, though, is that as soon as Christian exposed the boards, everybody's head went like this. They were looking down. They were looking, they were looking down, down the yeah, aisle. They were looking down the aisle for sure. They were looking down the aisle waiting for Edge. So that is there is a valid point to that. Well, too fucking bad. You still had to sit through a fucking vignette. 
Shout and Pyro. Out to Christian, and on bro. this day, I see Clinton. Uh, I, I, I wonder how uh, how shocked he was when he panned into that right corner and saw like no fucking body sitting over there. And then just dropped. <laughs> I, I was wondering why he just stopped. I was like, like where? Like, where is everybody? This is my debut. Come on, motherfucker. He and I'm, I'm gonna put it this way: I don't think Edge is in AEW for that part. Mm-hmm. No, like he's just there to work with Christian. Christian I mean, is, and Christian is doing the best shit of his yeah, fucking well, fantastic. Life. Yes, yeah, he is. like 100%. what I was gonna say before, because like before I shit on the match, like I do want to give Christian credit <laughs> because he's leveraged himself to a fantastic position, and the work he's been doing, like on on this run he's been on lately, has been amazing to watch. But okay. I don't know that match. That match could have d- done better of showcasing an uh, actual match between the two of them before the shenanigans. That wasn't for a match. The, the only reason it made invented was because they needed to make sure they went past <laughs> October first into October second, so Edge could come out. Like, oh um, man. So, I was gonna say that match should not have closed the show. Edge and Derby. Uh, Edge and Derby. See. <laughs> Edge is not a part of the company, damn it. Absolutely. Should have closed the show. Nope. You could have done all that shit, had Edge debut, but it would have taken away from the show. But the matches that were absolutely great to fantastic, Danielson Sabre should have ended that show. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. I'll tell you why. Fatigue from the fans. You need more. You need more exciting, so, gimmicky shit like like what happened thing. in the main event to keep all those people that have been there for five fucking hours alive and ready to pop. Here's the thing, and this is where I will say I agree with Ryan. It's an AEW show. You don't need to pace it. They're used to that shit. That's why it's the, that was. That's why this is the perfect AEW main event. Yeah, I, I feel like this is exactly where it should have been. Here's my here's my uh, question for you, Fat Man. Is Supercard of Honor still going on? I'm one hundred percent. I'll go put it this way: if they don't have Edge and they don't sign Edge, there's no way this is main event in the paper. Mm-hmm. It's one hundred percent. But it's oh, yeah. a totally different sure. match. It's a totally different story they're going to tell because sure. they don't. You know what I mean? It's a one moment match, and yeah. unfortunately, there a... was two, <laughs> three. That stairs is a moment. Yeah, the stairs I agree. Is a moment and Edge debuting is the moment. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, uh, the third one to me is the Nick Wayne heel turn and fantasy book. Jack Perry needs to come back and his sponsor needs to be Christian. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, mm. I will say this uh, to talk about the Nick Wayne heel turn. Yo, dog, I heard you like swerves. Literally the same fucking swerve, five minutes from each other. Yeah, I mean it's AW. <laughs> I mean, when I drive, I do not swerve, but apparently this company does. <laughs> he swerved. Um, I thought this was one hell of a show. I really did. Like, yeah, it was probably the best AW show this year, without question, in my opinion. <laughs> Uh, besides the fuck tartary in the main event, main besides event. Besides the fuck tartary, um, but yeah, it was like it was great. Whatever else think. 
Yeah, I loved it. It was fantastic. It was a, a wrestling fan wrestling show. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of real technical aspects of the matches, and uh, there were still a bunch of the shenanigans in there to fill your to fill your hunger in the midst of that. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good sentiment of the show itself. Uh, there's a it was the the definition of a three ring circus. You had British strong style on the show. You had Japanese strong style on the show. You had fucktardery on the show. You had <laughs> you had. Uh, overrated tag team winning the intro. Yeah, <laughs> winning over new guys. You had you had uh, Josh Barnett on the pre-show, which absolutely should have been the main event of Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Excuse me, Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Um, you had twelve matches that you know could have been split into two separate pay-per-views. You know, it's AEW. I love it. That's so, I, I do want to talk about Edge debuting because of course you got the the smarks out there who are like, oh you know he he's there to save AEW. And I do believe there is some validity that he's in the edge or he's in the punk spot, but in real in reality, what more was there for him to do in WWE? Nothing. Like two brand new world titles to win. He's not What's catching that? our truth. I, I don't care. It's still two brand new world. Like, the, the legitimate answer to the question is, from a character standpoint, there's two world championships that you are not going to win now. I understand, but he's been a multi-time world champion, Royal Rumble winner, main event at WrestleMania, his money in the bank winner, <laughs> probably. He's done it all. So yeah, and he get, left to go AEW to win the Yeah, and he left to go to AEW to win the AEW World Championship, a championship he's never won. There's still fucking two right there. You know what's actually I funny? With that. Yeah, I do. I disagree with that too. Would he in that press media scrum? Did he, you watch Dynamite? Did you watch his promo on Dynamite? I did. So you watched? I actually watched. He wanted to win that title. Yeah, storyline wise. But when he was told in the media scrum, I came here for fresh matchups. I want to wrestle Okada mm-hmm. at Wrestle Kingdom. He never mentioned the AEW title. Never, not once, in that media scrum. He was talking about all the people he wanted to face. That's why I went to eat fresh matchups. And, and I'm for it. And here's the thing. With those types of media scrums, you're always, you know, walking on the line of kayfabe and reality. I I absolutely believe in, in that sense, he was absolutely speaking from a shoot perspective. You know, because I really do believe he wants to be that guy that, puts over other talent, and gets to have these fresh matches that he's never had before. How long till he wrestles somebody he's wrestled before? Is it Will, will it be 2023? Two months. Two months? Two months. When's full gear? Next month. So, him and Christian. Yeah. I think that's going to be his first match he's had before. Oh, by, oh! By the way, yeah, yeah. Christian's like his best friend, but he's also friends with FTR. So, how are they friends with FTR? In, are aren't they like? Uh, no, they oh, trained wait. with. A he loves Canadian. They love Canadians. <laughs> when is it gonna? What what day is it gonna be when FTR decides that their new best friend is Josh Alexander? 
when Josh Alexander comes to WDB with FTR. What a fucking mark. <laughs> sure fucking am. Josh Alexander's the shit, son. I'm not saying he isn't. Oh, Ryan, do you watch Impact? I say cows. Uh, you know what's funny about Impact, since we're just going to end the episode shooting shit? When we talked about the Feast of Fire, none of us thought about the digital media title. We just thought about the X Division title, because our brain was so used to just those belts. Mm-hmm. So when Crazy Steve opens up the digital media title, my brain was like, right, it's not the X Division title. There's that one too, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. Note to self, marijuana affects the... Memory. What? Oh, I forgot. Um... Yeah. Uh, what else do we got for news and rumors? Uh, not much. Um, let's talk about CM Punk. Um, can we talk about scorecard first? Yeah, I know. I got scorecards, and it's not there a lot. It's just fuck Deets. Go ahead. Deets won wrestling. Fuck Deets. Deets won wrestling. Rob me too. Right. (laughs) He's gonna be so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know, fuck Deets because he robbed me of my grand slam, and he's a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, it's Deet's third time winning an AEW card. He is a New Japan and a Ring of Honor win away from completing the Grand Slam a second time before anybody gets it. Fuck what a asshole. fucking dick. What an asshole. All right, so CM Punk, they obviously rumors are swirling that he's coming back to WWE. Apparently, he's in talks with WWE. Sources close to Punk are saying that him and Triple H have talked and blah, blah, blah. No, here we go. <sighs> Survivor Series in Chicago. Punk's 100% debuting. Right on I mean, October 11, why wouldn't you? I left Sports Fuck that. Fuck that. I'll, I'll, I'll take the Fed Chill side of this fight. Thank you, sir. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> why wouldn't you fucking debut him in Chicago if you got him? If you can get him for Chicago. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm having a hard time believing he's coming back to WWE. That's my thing. Like, if they signed him, he's 100% debuting at Survivor Series. If he doesn't show up at Survivor Series, they did not sign him. You know what would be a fun fantasy way to book it? Sign him. Nobody knows. And tell him to go fuck around in Impact for a couple of months. Just so people think he signed with Impact, and Impact gets a little rub at and see him punk around. Impact is known to sign people only for like a couple month deals. Nick Aldis more more recently, yeah. So, um, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I would love to see that, honestly. Yeah. Uh, show up, Hogan beat, of TNA. Part two. Show up, beat Jordan Grace for a belt, and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta put over some new talent. Beat everyone on your roster. Um, That's funny. That's what Ed's just did. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, See him. What do you think about Punk's possibly returning? I don't think it's happening. Uh, Just like you said, if they are going to get him, that's when he's going to come back in Survivor Series. But I don't think so. I just don't see it. Uh, And it's not because of... You know, WWE not having anything uh, lined up or any wanting to have any dealings with him. I just think for Punk, why? 
for what? What are you what what are you what are you going right. there for? Right. To make amends, quote unquote, and then two months later be the same fucking asshole you were. Yeah. You're not you're <laughs> you always have been change. actually. So yeah, you're you're the same person still now that you were when you left. And I don't think that's gonna change if you go back to WWE. You're still gonna be that same guy. You're just a little bit older now. Yeah. And a lot less leveraged. Um, also, thoughts on NXT stacking their card for Tuesday? Let's. Let, yeah, we're we gonna talk about this. Hang on, let me. Let I me, I want to talk about it. I have what they put on so far. Now, ignore the gong. Okay, we're gonna ignore the gong. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that maybe, maybe not. You've got Oscar, the greatest women's wrestler of all time. Wrong. Fuck out of here. Um, Tomorrow, obviously Becky. You've got Cody Rhodes dropping an announcement. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes classic for sure. Yeah, but to announce him to be there, you motherfuckers. John Cena showing up, and Paul Heyman in the corner, and then running quite possibly the big match that they could possibly do on NXT right now. Breaker versus Mellow. All on a random Tuesday night. Yeah, what the hell's going on? So, Dynamite's moving to Tuesdays, well, this week, because TNT has, I think, NBA or NHL. No, Major League Baseball. I'm about to say it's it's definitely not NBA. It's Major League Baseball, the playoffs. They're moving to Tuesdays, so everyone's all like, oh, they're stacking NXT because they don't want to get lose to dynamite and i'm like well the last month they've been beating dynamite in their ratings but okay um but that two, was a different night though who fuck yeah. it is a different night <laughs> because there's two di- that you're 100 right though because they're not competition they're not going up against each other tomorrow they are or tuesday they are tuesday they are which happened four days ago true story bro so over under who wins the fans. <laughs> what a fucking mark. Uh, Don't worry, I, I'll be watching here's the thing. on Tuesday. There's a women's wrestler that is the greatest women's wrestler of all time that's going to be on it. Sasha Banks is coming back? Anyway, so... Maybe it is Dynamite. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> it Answer doesn't matter question. who wins. A or B. Answer the question. It doesn't matter. Because... I don't think w- A or B. I don't think WWE is doing it to quote beat Dynamite. I don't care about that. No, I'm asking a question. Who do you Why think is going to have more viewers? NXT. NXT for sure. Um. So, especially because after that, it's after one last NXT pay per view. Plus, also one, it's on their normal night and Dynamite switching nights. Yeah. Normally you get a, a decrease in ratings where that happens. Normally. Not always, but normally. But to finish my statement, you fucking stoner piece of shit. Um, hey! It doesn't <laughs> matter who wins like because <laughs> I didn't say fat fuck piece of shit. I said stoner piece of shit. I said, I, God damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it, do, it doesn't matter because 
I don't think WWE's doing it to, quote, beat Dynamite. They're doing it to show networks, this is what we can do with NXT. Yeah. By. Buy into it. Buy into it. Mm-hmm. Yes, Ryan? Bullshit, there's not a little bit of spite. That's all I'm saying. Oh, there's 100% a little bit. <laughs> there's 100% just a little bit of spite. But they can also say. Well, come on now. I'll say Edge's debut. Is, yeah, they're, like, they're salty right now. AW's doing the same thing. That's not called. They're both doing it. It's just funny. Yeah. It's fun to watch. So let's talk about the gong, Sleazy. Is that the only reason you're watching? No, he ain't going to watch it. What are you fucking talking about? I don't watch the product. You're not going to watch NXT, Asuka, and The Undertaker. Okay, maybe. Okay, yes, I will watch it. You've got to watch that NXT. It's been lit lately. He's got he's got the the, the microscope and tweezers out. Oh, yeah. Hashtag towels. Oh, and the one, one more thing is, we, I don't got much uh, news or rumors, is Adam Cole needs two surgeries on his broken shit. ankle. All because he jumped off the ramp. I was going to say, what a stupid way to get hurt. <laughs> dumb. This dude's injury prone. Dumb. <laughs> it is dumb. It's funny because when the, the... You better throw that right at Sleazy. No, I got to throw it at the camera. Yeah, but... Which like one? The... Exactly. So if you can't pick one camera or the other, you throw it at Sleazy. I missed wow. the camera view. Wow, and you had two views on it. Because I was looking there, not at the camera. <laughs> um, I I don't know. I just I appreciate what NXT is doing with all the the ridiculousness of it, but at the end of the day, it's still going to be NXT. You know, yeah, there's some great talent on there. Yeah, there's going to be like cool things on here. This one spot show where everybody and their brothers showing up. Cool, but so be it. Um, I think that's it. Obviously, you did the paper toss. So. Paper toss. Uh, CM, put yourself over. You, yeah. I'm your boy, CM. Can't spell champion without it. We do a little bit of Twitch action as well. Twitch.tv forward slash push start media network. Uh, every Tuesday and Friday, we have uh, our E Federation. Where you can see our Tuesday emergence and Friday resolution, where you can see uh, characters from the community participate in a little bit of scrapple dapple McDooski. Oh, I love scrapple. Yeah, get a little scrapple dapple in there. So yeah, uh, we we stream Monday through Friday, around ten thirty a.m. Eastern Standard Time, up until about three p.m. So yeah, beautiful. Uh, Ryan, put yourself over. Ryan Buckach on Reddit and Twitter. Uh, no Reddit quote, but I'm going to put over that group that we found just because Reddit has a group for wrestling podcasts for all different kinds of viewers. So hopefully it works that they notice that we're pushing them and we push it there. Uh, I'll try to find a really good, juicy fucking one for next week. Can't wait. Um, I'm at TWS Sleazy. TWS right, man. Oh my goodness, I'm going to do this by memory. Usually I have it written down. We are at Sleazy Fat Man. On X, Instagram, Threads, TikTok? Sure. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Videos you can find at YouTube.com slash SleazyFatMan. Twitch.tv slash SleazyFatMan. And premium videos at OnlyFans.com slash The Wrestling Show. 
the spicy shit. You can find us every Saturday morning, wherever you get your podcasts, including Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, whatnot. Please go on over there, give us a like on our social media, give us a, an automatic download on your favorite podcast platform, it really does help us out. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. So with a special thanks to Sam for hopping on the show. Hell yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Of course. Uh, a thanks to Ryan for staying till the end for some reason. And as always, for Sleazy. For the fat man. This is the wrestling show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace. Fuck Dave Meltzer. Fuck Tony Khan and his alleged coke habit. Unalleged, but really, really does have a coke habit. Allegedly, a hot dog's on a sandwich. A sub is on a sandwich. A burger is a sandwich. Next week, Fast Lane Review. Lane review? Who watches WWE? I'm a truth that you seem to run from. I'm an army of one. I'm a clip in your gun. I'm the pain. The pain of the game. The blood shed in your name When there's nothing